Welcome to the Transition Strategy. I am your host, Natalie Holloway, and this podcast is designed to help you learn about ways that you can plan your transition from defense. I talk to ex-serving members about their transitions. I talk to veteran-run organizations, but I'm also going to speak to experts in areas such as finance, psychology, business coaching, housing, and much, much more. I will also do some solo episodes where I bring all this information together for you to help you with learning how to plan your transition. So tune in and I really hope you enjoy today's episode. I want to do two acknowledgements. So my first acknowledgement is I would like to acknowledge that this um, podcast has been recorded on the lands of the Bungarong people of the Kulin Nation. I pay my respects to the elders past and present and I extend that respect to any Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander person who is listening to this today. Always was and always will be Aboriginal land. I would also like to pay my respects and acknowledge all of our veterans and their families past and present no matter their length of service. Thank you for your service and the sacrifices you have made on behalf of Australia and for all of our families and generations to come. Welcome everyone. I hope you're all having a wonderful start to your new year. Now today I have a solo episode for you all focused on the overlooked aspects of a defence transition. These are the invisible challenges that can often catch transitioning members off guard. So The things that I really wanted to shed a light on for you all is things like mental health, routine, values, goal setting, um, social connections, job preparation, housing, and maintaining a healthy lifestyle. Now that sounds like a lot, but stick in here with me um, because these are really important factors of the defense transition. Sorry, I'm just adjusting in my seat. Um, So, transitioning uh, from defense can look appealing and potentially easy for some. So, you are sitting on the outside, you're watching this member transition out, and you're like, man, that looks so appealing. (laughs) That looks like something that I want to do. It may look less difficult for some other people as well, where you're like, why is this so hard for me? Why am I struggling with this? But you're watching other people transition out and they seem happy and you know, hunky-dory, or you may actually also be seeing people who are struggling just as much as what you are. Everyone's different. Every, like, um, some people are really open with this conversation about the transition from defense and other people are not. Um, That's okay. We're all different humans, right? But I would argue that if you're looking at someone who is transitioning out relatively smoothly, they have likely had some form of structure towards their transition or they have, you know, been able to hit those pillars of the transition that I mentioned before, um, which has really set them up for their transition and they have planned it out. Now, maybe not. Maybe they haven't planned it but they have definitely been able to align with those really important aspects of the transition and the thing that is going to help with your overall well-being throughout this transition. 
The reason I normally suggest that people plan out and evaluate what is currently working for them and how they can move this into their civilian lifestyle is to help support the transition and set the individual up. When we look at uh, the transition from defense, it's highly talked about how the structure of the military environment um, to the flexibility and the unstructuredness of a civilian life can be such a significant shift for a member that they find it really hard to um, adjust to this. The shift can really affect people's mental health unexpectedly. Um, it can result in things like anxiety, stress, even depression. Um, and this is okay if it occurs. Like it's not, it doesn't mean that you failed. It doesn't mean that you're silly. Um, it's just, it, it's common for us all to experience it, um, challenges when we're making really big life shifts and transitions. Um, and even the best laid plans to try and help our mental health may not necessarily help and that's okay too. So if this is happening for you or if it does happen to you, um, prioritizing your mental health, seeking support, all those types of things is what's going to really be beneficial for you in this moment. Now, as I was saying, uh, the lack of structure in the civilian world means you need to be the creator of your own structure. So you're building your routine um, so that you can help yourself with this shift and change, right? So defense, as I said before, has that real structure routine. It may change day to day, but you generally have structure and you know what is coming up. You know, you, you do PT in the morning at seven o'clock or whatever um when an individual loses the structure it can be difficult you can feel lost um or some people enjoy it initially right like if you think about things like going on holidays like um you know your end of year holidays you probably enjoy not having to you know, you get up at a certain time, do certain things, have work to do, all that kind of stuff. Like you do initially enjoy it. Most people, when it gets to near the end of the school, end of the school holidays or the holidays, they're like, all right, I'm ready to go back to work. I need to have some structure back in my life, right? Um, so when an individual um, loses that, as you can imagine, it and you don't have something that you're going back to it can be really hard because you don't have that okay well once I've done this then I can go back to work you have to create your own now when you're creating your routine you want something that's going to align with your values what your goals are um, and trying to incorporate those self-care kind of elements to your routine such as like exercise and all that um the other thing to be mindful of is uh, being consistent with your routine. So any change in a structure, we need to be consistent to then turn it into a routine, right? The other thing is trying to stay somewhat in line with what you were previously doing if you can in some areas. So that could be, you know, if you did running 
um, or a PT session in the morning at seven o'clock doing something similar. Like if you want to have a bit of a sleep in, do, but try and do your exercise in the morning and not leaving it to the afternoon, that kind of stuff. Now, a very underestimated and overlooked part of our transition is ensuring that you're making choices or doing activities that align with your values. Um, This is because when we look at um, why people join the military, they normally join it because it's aligning with, you know, your values it's aligning with what you find important. It's aligning with how you want to show up in the world, or it may be aligning with the things that you want to be doing that light you up, right? Um, I did an episode uh, last year about how to find your compass. So definitely go and check that out. And I discussed ways of how you can identify your values, which may be really helpful. And I really strongly encourage that you take the time to reflect on what your values are and, um, you know, how you want to show up, what's important to you and how you want to be doing things moving forward because it's really going to assist you with making decisions about your transition, like what that is going to look like, what you do once you leave defence. And it's also going to help you with finding that sense of purpose outside of defence, right? The other thing that is common or that I have seen is that, you know, people have had these values that defense offer, like maybe um, learning new things and then they get out and they get into a job role or they're doing things that aren't allowing them to learn new things, which then creates that decline in their mental health because they're no longer meeting areas of their values and what's important to them um in saying that you can you know if you have five main values and you're only meeting four of them or three of them and you're not meeting all of them that's okay too sometimes so I I don't know, just in my opinion, sitting down, working out your values, figuring out ways that you can meet these throughout your transition and then after you transition is going to be a really great asset for you. Now, if you haven't guessed it yet, um, I am a goal setter. What can I say? Um, My goals are always there. Like I always have something that I'm striving towards. Do they always stay set in stone? No. Um, Sometimes I have to adjust them. Obstacles arise and sometimes I have to make small detours and I do what is called my pivot moments. So they're the things that I sometimes have to do to realign so I can continue to meet that bigger goal that I had there. My goals, I am getting used to them not being always fully set in stone and that's okay um but goal setting is going to help you with your transition as well so setting short-term goals as well as long-term goals so your long-term goal could be something like I want to work um in the farming industry and I 
by the end of my transition, uh, my shorter term goals, because I have no farming um, experience, could be things like I'm going to, um, you know, find a work experience role that I can do on the weekends up until my transition. And I'm going to have this done by two months time. That's when I'm going to find that work experience role and then you find other small goals that are going to be in there to help you reach that bigger goal which is to work in the farming industry does that make sense um your long-term and short-term goals can be around things like life planning career development personal professional and as well as in your relationships within your family um they also help you provide some direction of where you're going and what the progress is of your journey so if we don't know how long or what we need to do to achieve the bigger goal it can sometimes be a bit disheartening it can be defeating we can sometimes feel like we're never going to reach it so having the smaller goals in there helps you see your tracking see your progress which can help motivate and continue to have you want to seek those things Now, in defense, um, you are in an environment where you have a huge array of people who have shared experiences to you. They have, you know, they've experienced the postings, they've experienced moving a family, they've experienced initial training, they have experienced hardships, they've experienced difficult leadership all those things, right? So everyone that you come across has probably experienced one of those things and you have that familiarity. You have likely also known them for a long time and they are have been on the same journey as you. So that is why we form some really good relationships with them. But one thing that can be forgotten through, oops, sorry, through, um, the transition is maintaining those social connections outside of defense. So once you transition out, you forget to maintain the relationships that are in defense. Once you start in defense, you forget to maintain the relationships that are outside of defense. So all your civvy friends that were there before you joined. The reason why that can sometimes happen is because of the change in you know the similar journey that you're going on like your civilian friends no longer understand what your life is like inside defense um and vice versa your defense friends no longer understand what life is like once you transition out of defense and unfortunately this can call like create that shift in um social connection And it's very, very common. It's what we see a lot. But in saying that, it does take some onus on the individual to maintain that relationship once they transition out. Um, It could be, you know, also making sure that you have connections in other areas. So making sure that your social network is not only within defense while you're serving. So it could be doing external um, you know, external from defense groups 
or activities or um, interests that you have outside of defense to really um, broaden your social connections. Does that make sense? Um, You know, so we really want to find ways to nurture and maintain your social connections inside and outside of the military and also find ways to network and join groups as you transition out or while you are in defense, maybe not necessarily even thinking about transitioning out. Um, Because if we don't have those social connections, it can really impact our mood and our well-being and our feeling of, um, you know, togetherness or people understanding what we're going through and all those things. So social connections, definitely a big thing to keep in mind and to try and foster. Next is job seeking. So job seeking and preparation, it's a bit of a mixed bag. So um, some people I have spoken to do not even seem phased or concerned about job seeking. Um, Then there are people out there who experience a lot of anxiety and uncertainty about how they will fit into a civilian job sector and I really want to say that one of the main things to remember is that you do have a range of transferable skills you may not believe it um, you may find it really difficult to identify them but you definitely do have a range of transferable skills that will help you in the civilian world for employment now If you're having difficulty with this, like if you're having difficulty with job preparation, you're having difficulty with writing resumes and cover letters, um, you know, having difficulty with preparing for job interviews, um, identifying your transferable skills, all those things, reach out to someone, seek some support, talk to your spouse. Your spouse is probably so familiar with this process that it's not funny, um, It could be reaching out to organizations like Soldier On. It could be reaching out to, um, you know, other organizations that are out there um, or small businesses, and they will be able to assist you with that. The other thing that you can do is I do have um, other episodes out about how to write your resume, and I'm also going to be bringing out resumes on, I mean, sorry, not resumes, episodes on um, cover letters and job seeking. So hopefully that will help a little bit too. Now, housing. So housing can sometimes also be one of those overlooked things. Um, We're so used to um, having um uh, like DHA housing um rental assistance and all those types of things right so you I guess you want to be considering things like am I going to be buying a house am I going to be purchasing a home am I going to be renting those that they're pretty heavy questions um and they do take a bit of planning to get there You'll also need to consider things like, are you wanting to settle? Are you wanting to travel after military? Like, what are you wanting to do? But I really strongly recommend that in terms of the housing piece, you try and start that as early in your transition as you possibly can, because this is going to ensure that you have a roof over your head 
and it will be one less thing that you need to worry about as you navigate the the transition. Lastly, but not least, people can fall into habits that prevent them from living a healthy lifestyle. So when we transition, as mentioned above, it changes our routine, um, but it can also lead, um, you know, to, you know, finding that, you know, what was easy, what was kind of prepared for you is no longer there and you're having to structure it yourself, which is where what I was saying in terms of you need to create your own routine. Um, you're likely to not be as active as what you were because you're not doing as many things physically. Um, but you may also fall into like, not eating as nutritiously um, and all that kind of stuff as well. Not doing your self-care activities, all that kind of stuff, right? This can be for a number of different reasons. It could be things like, um, you know, you're starting to not feel so great. So you start eating more. Um, you may be stressed. It could be all kinds of things. Um, it could also be turning towards alcohol or substances to try and help yourself manage how you're feeling. And all of these things will affect your mental health as well. So make sure that as you transition out of defense, you have that goal there to maintain your health and your well-being and the lifestyle that you were living in a way that you can. Now, that's the unseen challenges of a defense transition. Um, they are important to think about and they're going to help you with that journey. And by acknowledging and preparing for all the potential challenges that may occur, it's going to help you set yourself up and your family as well um, for a more uh, like a smoother transition, I guess we could say. Now, if you have found this episode helpful, I would really appreciate it if you share it with your friends or family members who are also going through transitions. Um, please remember to subscribe so you can be notified of new episodes that drop. And I have been tailoring the question box um, for you all with a different question each time I upload an episode. So please have a read of that and answer it because I would love to see what your responses are. And this will also help me with um, making sure that I'm doing content that really is aligned with you. Um, if you haven't seen yet on the, uh, what's it called? Words, Natalie. Um, on Instagram, I announced that this year my um, current structure is four episodes dropping um, each month, um, well, every second month, um, that align with a particular theme about transitioning. So this week's, or this month's theme, sorry, is the practicals of a transition. Um, so yeah, I hope you all like it. Um, and until next time, I hope you all have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you have enjoyed listening. 
If you are not already, you can follow us on Facebook and Instagram. I have linked the show notes in the description for you. If you would like to come on the podcast, jump into my DMs and let's have a chat. I love sharing your knowledge with others, but also chatting about your transitions. If you like this podcast, it really helps if you leave a review or share it with your friends and loved ones in the community. I look forward to chatting to you all next time. But until then, I hope you all have a wonderful day.